Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Married at First Sight wrap up. This is Asia. And of course, as always, this entire season, um, I have with me my lovely co-host, Amy. Amy, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Asia. Podcasting with you is my jam. I'm going to reuse that joke (laughs) from my Instagram stories. (laughs) That was not the phrase I thought they would would play and reuse for him. I, I was so sure that we were going to see sure 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 exactly um i don't even remember ryan saying that on the show maybe once so i feel like they were digging for these clips that they were hoping to use and we just missed out on that but i think ryan got a good edit on this reunion oh for sure for sure so yes so everyone for context they did this little montage of ryan saying that's my jam multiple multiple times which they were pulling it from scenes that I, I feel like we saw, but I definitely didn't pick up on the fact that he was saying that's my jam so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like that, that, that segment. It was, um, it was kind of cute. Yeah. We learned a little more about him. Like I kind of summarized all his interests right there. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everything he loves in one short 30 second, 30 second package. Have you seen the artwork that's like for the season, like when you're on Lifetime and it shows like the Married at First Sight? Um, It looks like Ryan is the star of the show. Like Ryan is the bachelor. He's in the center, like Mm -hmm. larger than everyone else. And everyone's coming around him toasting him. So, yeah, (laughs) Uh, you would think he was like the, you know, loudest personality there. Yeah, (laughs) right. Right. When he's like the quietest, mm-hmm. you're like, we have to bring Ryan out somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, we are here to talk and to finally wrap up season 12 of Married at First Sight. It has definitely been a interesting season, to say the least. We had our 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 very like strong start with so much drama and then it kind of ta- tapered off, you know, as certain couples weren't being featured as much and then you know things just kind of you know the drama kind of subsided and then now we're back with the reunion where we did get a bit of drama because all of the couples were back um so this is definitely it's going to be interesting to unpack some stuff was repetitive so we're going to focus on the highlights from this two-part reunion um so so amy from seeing the two-part reunion did you think that it needed to be two parts (laughs) 
I was going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, mm-hmm. We saw kind of more. We've never really seen family members or friends brought on in these reunions. It seemed like they were really padding it. Maybe yes. just to have that cliffhanger when Chris is storming out. Because other than that, you know, why did we have to wait to see Jake and Haley <laughs> the following week? Right. I feel like it was one of those things where we didn't get this for season uh, 11, right? Mm-hmm. Because of COVID. That. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, they're like, okay, we got to milk this for what it's <laughs> worth. We got to really stretch it out. I imagine them in the, in the, the writer's room, like, Hey, ha- hear me out. Four part reunion. They're like, no, 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 no. That's too much. Let's just do two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe they were even like three part reunion and like no 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 we don't have enough content okay for the the week before the first part we'll just have a few of the couples talking about what they think is going to happen <laughs> right yeah I mean I will say that they did a good job with I mean I do like Kevin Frazier I it felt like he was there which is hard to do we've seen yes. how um, if you watch any of the Bachelor greatest seasons ever with Chris Harrison just sitting there with a little TV next to him and talking to people on Skype. That was really, you know, low budget. And this yes. was like, I it would I would forget that he wasn't in the room with them. Yeah, I was thoroughly impressed with how seamless it was. Of course, you know, if they had any technology issues and there was a delay, they probably did a great job editing around it. But I, from all of the previews, I thought they were in the same room. And so I was like, oh, this is wonderful. They're able to do it in person. And then when when part one starts, we see that Kevin Frazier is in a different location, but he's on a screen. And then the couples are all in the same location and they're interviewing with him through the screen. But it was so seamless. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like they were talking to a screen. It felt like they were talking to Kevin Frazier and Kevin Frazier right across the room. So I was so impressed with that. Yeah, it had a conversational feel conversational flow where they were looking was right on target you know yes. so cutaways the whatever they put as the backdrop for both of the you know mm-hmm. two parties it really worked and the yeah. volume you know there's no like difference in volume or yeah yeah very good <laughs> so on point it's, it's almost as if they know what they're doing <laughs> yeah well remember like I think they figured some things out because I remember when they had to film at home and Pastor Cal's voice was like, like it was just all echoey and stuff yeah. like that. So they've got professionals right now. Right, right. Um, another thing was that like if they could, if if they didn't want to, you know, give away that they weren't in the same location, they very well could have gotten away with just having the cut across. Like that's how smooth it was. Right. Yeah. So very, very impressed. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through part one and part two and just kind of break down all of the different little segments and what kind of what was the main piece of information there and um, thoughts around it. And so. So, yeah, just so just so you understand, part one was in um, last week and then part two was uh, aired this week. And then that's it for season 12. Finally, there's no extra specials or anything. Next week, Couples Cam does premiere. And did you see the the preview for that? Um, no, I didn't. Okay, so drum roll. They revealed which couples are going to be on Couples Cam, and so uh, it was revealed that Brent, uh, Brianna, and Vincent, and Virginia and Eric are going to be on this next season of Couples Cam. 
Okay. I'm not surprised by either of those two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I figured Brianna and Vincent were a shoe in because who doesn't love to see them? Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I'm also not surprised that, um, Ryan and Clara are not a part of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that was Ryan's decision. I think, mm-hmm. um, well, based on the reunion, it seemed like she is kind of echoing his, you know, kind of wanting more privacy and, you know, asking people to be kind. So probably mm-hmm. is liking some time away, but I think going into it, she would have been someone she's so open that I think she would have been yeah. a great addition to it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's like him leading that kind of let's yeah. stay off camera for a while. Right, right. Maybe they'll come back in a year if there's couple cam- couples cam is still going strong. Actually, I oh, have I'm to, sure it's probably the about, cheapest thing to to yes. uh, produce. Yeah, I have to vent about couples cam. Actually, it's more venting about the Lifetime app, which is how I tend uh-huh. to, if I can't catch the show live, that's how I watch it. And you've heard me complain before about like the same ads that play mm-hmm. and it's stalling, but also like. The way it's set up, they promote, like, I'll go to the app and it's like couples cam, scroll down, couples cam, all the episodes. Then I have to find the season, like, way down at the bottom. And then when I'm scrolling through that, I'm like, okay, let me scroll to the bottom, find the most recent episode. And then they have couples cam episodes stacked within this season's episode. So even then I'm like (laughs) navigating and I cannot find where, like, where did I leave off? Which, you know, like, they really want to promote this or they just need You know, if you're a user, a UX person and you're looking for a job, like just send them your resume to Lifetime (laughs) app. (laughs) Say, you need help. (laughs) Yeah, even like recording it through Xfinity, they lump in. I'm surprised they don't do this with couples cam, but Uh they lump in unmatchables in the same recording. So if (sighs) I'm starting like Married at First Sight, the regular episode, it says, oh, this is going to be three hours. I'm like, what? And it's because there's an hour tacked on at the end for unmatchables. And then, yeah. And then with unfiltered, like sometimes I'm like, well, I kind of would have liked to have seen what they said. Yeah. Um, that's not available on demand on Lifetime. You think you'd that's want people odd. to see that as well. And right. yeah, you, that would make more sense maybe to lump in because it's kind of the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Deals with the same show. Unmatchables is, is its own animal. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That we've both given up on, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry, <laughs> viewer or listeners. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry, but I I can't continue Unmatchables. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like you know, there's absolutely nothing else to watch. I'm at home. There's yeah, like zero content on Netflix. Zero content <laughs> on my DVR. Then I will put on Unmatchables. Yeah, laundry folding, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Listening to a podcast. <laughs> if they don't catch me, you know, because it it starts right after right at first sight. So if they yeah. don't have like an interesting like hook, yeah. So this last week, I, yeah, I wasn't interested. Yeah, exactly. And Dr. Viviana has been doing a really good job posting about it on her Instagram, and I follow her now. But it, I even that hasn't intrigued. I, I even seeing like she's like thanks to these two for being such good sports this mm-hmm. week and. I still, I was like, oh, that's nice. And then I right. wondered about my thing. <laughs> yeah, she's probably, I, yeah, I would probably follow her. Like, she's been growing on me for sure. Like, I yes. think before I was just trying to get to know mm-hmm. how she was different from <laughs> Dr. Jessica. I was just like, oh, it's the yeah, brunette yeah. version of Dr. Jessica, which they're different people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So we'll get started. Um, so part one, 
you know, kicks off with like talking about the whole season, of course. But the first couple that sits down with Kevin is Virginia and Eric, which I was kind of surprised by because I definitely would have figured Ryan and Clara would have been the first couple. But it it all came to me as we watched the interview. So we, we can get into that. Mm. Um, <laughs> so uh, Eric, he, Eric says, you know, we find out that Eric after watching, doesn't really like how he came across. Um, Virginia said they did have a very healthy amount of disagreements. We do find out that they are still married, um, which I'm not too surprised about. Like, I, I, I guess I, I figured they would stay married through the reunion. Like, it's not like a year has passed or two years have passed. So they are still married. Virginia has moved into his condo um, and she's just completely taken over the guest room because he has a two part, a, a two bedroom condo. She's taken over the guest room as kind of like her private clo- closet. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's mainly what we find out from like their initial update. Um, did you, were you expecting anything different? Not really. I think I was hoping for something different, but seeing how like giddy she was on decision day. But mm-hmm. I always want these reunions to have kind of that, like, I don't know, that shocking moment. Not the yeah. kind that we had this episode, but more of like a couple didn't go in the direction you thought. Maybe a couple right. reunited. We haven't really seen that, but, or yeah. the quick breakup, like Katie and Derek. I wasn't expecting that. It was like mm-hmm. a total 180 after right. decision day. Yeah, exactly. So I I definitely expected some kind of surprise, but I so we did get a little bit of a surprise. So we did find out that their wedding almost didn't happen because leading up to the wedding, Virginia had a positive COVID test. I was like, okay, another reminder yeah. that this season actually happened during the <laughs> pandemic because there's no other sign of it. Right. And she had a, a positive COVID test, so she was nervous. But then she, after that, she did. It was confirmed. She it was confirmed that it was a false positive because after that, she got um, a couple of like negative tests. Yeah, I was wondering if they were going to say like she they had to delay the wedding and she had to recuperate for like the mm-hmm. two week period or something like that. But fortunately, she wasn't actually sick at all. So yeah, what would have happened though? Like, do you think they would have like had a a backup for Eric? Because it seems like they're really invested in Eric as a person like right they think he's such a solid guy you know yeah I I wonder they you know we hear about all these reality shows um we don't know a lot of like the inside info I think maybe because it is a smaller show that mm-hmm. how do they plan this are there actually people kind of waiting in the wings like a backup because all other reality shows have alternates so mm-hmm. do they have an alternate spouse for all of these people because they have a wide casting net right and we see those matching specials where it's like they have kind of this larger bulletin board of suspects (laughs) that they're putting together you know so um i had started it wasn't until really this reunion that i started kind of thinking about that more because um Mm -hmm. pastor cal when they had that expert segment said something like when we saw Virginia, we knew she needed somebody that was stable. Yeah. And the way he said, like, when we saw, it made me think, like, oh, I bet, like, casting casts, like, these are the people we want on TV. Right. This is the pool you can choose from to match. I don't know that the experts are meeting everyone and saying, here's this perfect couple, because they could do that easily and pick two people that are 
terrible television. Yeah, exactly. So like I, imagine a Ryan with someone who has Ryan's. <laughs> yeah. Who's just working out three hours a day with him. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure there was somebody that was like more exactly like him out there mm-hmm. um, who loves his motivational speeches. But I think they have to say like, okay, of this mix, who makes sense for a good match? Because yeah, otherwise some of their choices make no sense if they had like, you know, 10,000 people to choose from, like they say, are applying. So, yeah, exactly. I, I could very well see that being the case because it's kind of like, are you the one where mm-hmm. the, the idea is that they're matching them up as well? But it's like, no, you're finding TV personalities. You're like, okay, of this cast, yeah, fit the best. <laughs> we're retrofitting this. It's not, um, we're only looking for your perfect match. Right, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. have to have a somewhat of a, a personality as well. If anybody has that intel, let us know. <laughs> yes, please. Or point us we to that it. blog that we missed of like the behind the scenes secrets. Because I don't like I don't want spoilers anymore. We're podcasting about it. So but if there's mm-hmm. something like just that insider behind the scenes kind of production stuff, I would yeah. know. Exactly. Um Another thing we found out from their segment, so Virginia says she hardly parties anymore. Um, and she she also said, that, so they did this little, se- they did a lot of flashbacks to the season. So that was a lot of a filler of <laughs> these re- this reunion. Um, but what they did a flashback to kind of her saying that he was controlling. And so on the reunion, she said, controlling was never the right word to use. And Eric said that, like the season was self-therapy for him because he kind of saw how he was coming off. Mm-hmm. And Virginia said they just need to work on how they say things to each other. I'm like, no, controlling <laughs> was exactly the right word to use. Yes. He's so big on like which words do you use? Yeah. And, so, and I'm sure they had plenty of conversations as they watch episodes about the verbiage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least later clear. on it did seem like he learned some things about himself that he didn't think he behaved perfectly mm-hmm. exactly um so as you mentioned before they did have every almost every couple had like some a family member or a friend come out and so with them eric's mom actually came out but she, the only reason she came out was to say nothing but nice things about virginia Mm-hmm. Uh, they said kids are still a work in progress. Uh, they're part. They're um, they're working on it. Uh, like it's a part of the plan for the future. Uh, and we find out that Eric's mom had an open heart surgery, and that's mm-hmm. kind of why she really wants grandkids. And then she gives them advice to just watch the words they say to each other. Yeah, I'm surprised that we didn't learn that in his casting, like in the original like segments with the family instead. Maybe they just mm-hmm. wanted the mom to just look so harsh the whole time, but yeah, exactly. Was she coached along just like his sister-in-law? You know, like here's what you can say. Yeah, <laughs> you cannot, you know, make any comments. But yeah, once mm-hmm. you're married, it's kind of like when someone has a kid. It's like you're not gonna say like, oh, I don't like that name, or I don't, you don't know, like something right. like that. You're just like, exactly. She's happy. Like you, can, you can see the results. They're they mm-hmm. like each other. So. um She's not going to feel the way she was before that happened. And we learned that his brother was getting married like within that same month. So that's a lot. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. There's a lot uh, on her plate in terms of like planning. I mean, the emotional side of it, of like her sons getting married, because that's a thing, you know, her mom's 
sons get married. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I, you know, it was it was a sweet moment. And so I could see why they came first, because it was so short and to the point. And it was very clear that Virginia has kind of come up to, to Eric's side where even if they are having issues, she's going to paint paint a picture that everything's fine mm-hmm. so it's like interviewing them that that's going to get you nowhere you're not going <laughs> to get a page and chris blow up no. it's just going to be no things are fine and unless we have footage of otherwise that's all they're going to give us right we need um virginia and claire hanging out together because <laughs> yeah. that's when we get the goods <laughs> right exactly. that's what we can hope for on couples cam i i could see um, Ryan and Claire kind of making an appearance within like Eric and Virginia's video or something mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to go like have a barbecue with them or. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was it for Eric and Virginia as far as their like solo couple highlight. Um, the next couple we went to was uh, Ryan and Clara and Ryan is sporting a very stylish mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's changed up his look. I couldn't tell if his hair was he wearing a hat because yeah, I think he was wearing a hat. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if that's an upgrade <laughs> or not. <laughs> right. Especially yeah, if he has the same hair. Beard. Yeah, I think with that that would not look good with his hair situation. Hmm. Exactly. Um. So we do find out that they are still married. So congratulations to them. Um. Ryan did make a point to say that like during the season, they, they like to address things head on and not in front of the camera. <laughs> so he's kind of pointing out like, guys, we did have conversations. It just wasn't when the camera was in our face. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they don't have plans for kids in the next year. And they had a little announcement that they are getting remarried um, because of COVID. They didn't get to have all of their family and friends there. So they're getting remarried so that they can have everyone that they care about at the wedding. Um, and uh, Ryan was like, yeah, we're doing this for the naysayers like you, Kevin, <laughs> because Kevin predicted that they were not going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was funny. Yeah. I didn't really think so either. I don't think I can't remember <laughs> what I yeah. thought, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they would be the ones to say we're going to get remarried. But I guess if you look at the other successful couples, um, Virginia and Eric were just like immediate attraction. So it like felt like a more natural wedding day and same with um, Brie and Vincent. So maybe because it was like, OK, they kind of had that friendship level there. They weren't like really super romantic that they can have that romantic experience, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, so th- so we did see that they they still haven't said they love each other. And so in my mind, I'm like, oh, they have this recommitment or this remarrying or this wedding coming up where they're getting remarried. So I was like, it's probably going to happen then. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Ryan said, like, they're actively speaking through it. He has such <laughs> a weird way to say things. Yes. Um, and so Kevin pressed it home. I mean, Kevin is one of those hosts that he's going to ask the direct questions in order to get the answers that people are looking for. And he's like, Ryan, do you love her? And Ryan like looked at Claire and was like, I think I do. He's like, I love you. <laughs> so he finally said it. Yeah, Kevin might have overstepped a little bit there. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I'm sure he was waiting for the wedding. Like it probably Some was going to be like, his vows. Yeah. 
I mean, it is a fair question. Like, why would you be getting remarried if you, she doesn't even know that you're like in love. (laughs) But yeah, that, if that was going to be like a planned moment, that could have been better. But he was (laughs) sort of like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I think I do. (laughs) I was like, um, you know, he could have said, yeah, if you really don't want to stay in that moment, it could just been like, stay tuned. You know, maybe we'll find out. I don't know. But I think he like realized like he was really like toying with Claire because she just wants she just wanted to hear it. And, and, and you could tell in her reaction, like she already knew he loved her. Like it's through his mm-hmm. actions. That, mm-hmm. But she just hadn't heard it. <laughs> yeah, it's a throwback to Jessica and Austin. It's just like, come on, like put your yes. hang up on it. Then it just becomes a thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, we do get a flash. They do show Clara talking to the women when she was very frustrated about the fact that they hadn't had sex yet. And so, you know, this is our first time watching Ryan watch that moment. And uh, Ryan was just like, you know, Clara can she should she should feel how she feels. And they won't answer the the question from Kevin about if they consummated their marriage or not. Um, and but I feel like it was evident that they have mm-hmm. because it was just like Kevin was like, he kept trying to ask. Yeah. He was just like, okay, I'll respect your privacy or whatever. And then right. Claire was like, thank you. Yeah. They seemed like they had like a little rehearsed thing about like, what did we do last night? I don't right. know. And then, yeah, <laughs> just the fact that um, I think um, Ryan seemed a little more like, loose like a little more like yeah. upbeat <laughs> he's just like mm-hmm. more relaxed um i just think like the fact that they're like so committed to each other um yeah. and having that that other wedding planned i think it's just like i think they just need the cameras gone yeah exactly it was just like I guess some people just, I mean, I've never just had a camera in my face. (laughs) Um, I did take over the RHAP Instagram today. Um, Shout out to follow RHAP Grams on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I had my own camera in my face, but of course that's, you know, that's by choice. So I've never, I've never lived in a world where a camera was directly on my face and then having to just live a normal life because it's easy. It's so easy for us to say, like, just continue to do what you're going to do. But, you know, once they're in the moment and they're having to do it, I'm sure it's like difficult to just let your guard down and just be super open and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we did hear kind of in Jake and Haley's segment, they talked about like, you know, when the cameras were there, she was this way and when they weren't. So and then I think Eric talked about. Um, just being stressed with the cameras in your face all the time. So we got a little more insight into that, I think, than we tend to. So that definitely yeah. does heighten some situations and also, I think, reveal about the people and kind of cause some of the dynamic that we might not be aware of because they can't really say, oh, she was this way off camera. You know, they don't really mm-hmm. talk about the behind the scenes so much on the show. So Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um they did give us a flashback of uh, Dr. Viviana questioning Claire about if um, if he was a vir- if Ryan was a virgin, uh-huh. and Ryan did confirm that he was not a virgin before he got married. And he was like, "Hi, mom." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That just tells everything because he's just like aware that his mom is watching. Yes, yes, exactly. 
Um, they did show us a behind the scenes of like similar how they showed us on the show. Brianna and Vincent had that spinning conversation. Claire and Ryan did. Ryan did as well. I just didn't make the show. Mm-hmm. And it was just talking about how Claire likes to overgive um, and she loves to shop. And so um, just kind of how they're dealing with that. But it doesn't seem like it's an issue. No. It's like they just had to pull out something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I see why this didn't make the edit, but it also shouldn't have made the reunion. <laughs> right. Um, let's see. They so th- to, like to wrap up their section, they they just said like they spent a lot of time together because of COVID and, you know, they just they're optimistic about their future and they prefer like, you know, no cameras and no producers. So <laughs> mm-hmm. they are not a couples cam type of couple. <laughs> right. Um, did you get anything else out of there? Just individual segment? Um, just that they were more connected than the show, like the edit let on throughout the process, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was just because it wasn't interesting, but I feel like it focused yeah. so much on, you know, how they weren't going to work or, you know, that she mm-hmm. wasn't on his level in terms of motivation or something. Yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, So that's Ryan and Claire for you guys. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, and then we went into Brianna and Vincent. So this is where I'm thinking like, okay, how are we already on the third couple? I knew we were going to get to Paige and Chris because that's how they were hyping that up. I was like, we're going to get to four couples on part one. <laughs> how were they able to fill two hours of part two? But we saw just a lot yeah. of filler. <laughs> the experts coming in and talk to say things we already knew, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have Bri- Brianna and Vincent and Kevin asked like right away, are they still married? And Brianna's like, Oh no, not at all. <laughs> and they laugh. And of course yeah. she's just <laughs> <laughs> can't even pull that off. Right. Yeah. No. Um, so they are very happily married still. Um, Vincent does have hair now. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that and that was what she wanted, right? She had said she wanted his hair back. Yeah. Seems like it. I think um I don't know. I kind of liked it without, but yeah. Yeah, because it's interesting too, because she was like, he's exactly what I want, you know, beard, bald. But I think it probably like she was curious what he would also look like with hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he, he still looks great with hair. Um, and yeah, that's what he's rocking now. So let's see. They, they, what their current status is that they live in Vincent's place. Um, she's kind of taken over his clothes are in the, in the pantry. (laughs) Um, she's, she's learned through the marriage that she can't always have everything how she wants it all the time. Uh, they do have plans to go to the Dominican Republic. They want to buy a condo. Uh, and Vincent has continued to be romantic how he has always been by like bringing home flowers and stuff. So this this segment was so cute when he was so romantic, like that was shown a little bit later on, but Mm-hmm. Usually, I find that stuff kind of cheesy, but he, he's so cute about it. He really is. Like he's just constantly showing her how much he cares about her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the effort that mm-hmm. you know. And the yeah. one like kind of blemish that he had was like that stripper scene. Like they showed it, and then he's just like, "Can we just move on?" Like she didn't seem to have an issue at all. Like they didn't. Yeah. Like, like, like she was laughing. Yeah. So it's funny. Yeah, that was was wrong, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, even Dr. Viviana pointed it out later that like it was hard to kind of give them like advice because it would be like they would have the situations that happen and then Brianna would be understanding and and then they would like go about their day. (laughs) So she's just like, you know, it wasn't like much time that they had to spend helping them out. No. Um. Let's see. So for ki- the the update with kids, so they kept his. So during the season, it was a matter of like Vincent wanted kids right away. Brianna wanted to wait, but they kept his nephew and realized how much work it is. So they said they're still working on you know kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess that was like a reality check. Yeah. Um, they did have a segment about how. Um, Brianna is an engineer and Vincent was saying how proud he is that she's an engineer. You know, it's not something that he's intimidated by and he's very proud. And so I thought that was awesome. I mean, I I was, I was sure he felt that way, but he had never, I hadn't heard him say it specifically like that. So I was just glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vincent is working on being uncomfortable because we saw that so often that anytime he was having an issue it was because he was uncomfortable with trying a new <laughs> thing. So he said he's working on trying new things and he knows that Brianna has his back and he says he was just overreacting. <laughs> yeah, he was also so really was affected nice. by the cameras and thinking like mm-hmm. people are going to see me like not doing this thing right or yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, so their little hidden scene was he had put together like a coach Vincent boot camp and he was like giving her Vinny juice, which was like a water bottle with Vinny juice and water. And he had like printed signs in their apartment and they were doing workouts and he was kind of being like her drill shot or like her trainer. Um, but I thought that was really cute. Um, and just like a fun little edit. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> um, 
And then they do like a little Spanish test of uh, what different words are. Or like Kevin asked like the English word and for her to give the Spanish word. And she got all but one correct. She didn't get smile. Mm-hmm. So I was like, good job. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell Vincent was like super proud. <laughs> <laughs> They've been working on it. Um, so that was it for them. As expected. I didn't expect anything earth shattering. Um, but yeah, that's what we got for Bri- Brianna and Vincent. Yeah, they're just too cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next segment we did get was all of the ladies. So it was just the ladies on stage, um, all five ladies. So they had they talked about how they have a bond. They clicked instantly. Um, Clara did confirm that Ryan brings up sex more than she does at this point. So I was like, okay, that's further confirma- confirmation. <laughs> Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't be bringing it up if they that wasn't a part of their relationship. Um, they were they 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 talked specifically to Haley, and Haley said it just came down to they didn't connect. And Kevin said like fans assumed that the sex was bad, so that's why she was done, and she didn't respond. Uh, yeah, she she was happy to let that just sit there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like if that wasn't it, she would have denied it. Like, no, yeah. no, no, that had nothing to do with it. I just didn't get this. I didn't get his humor, his personality, but she just left it. You know, yeah, smirked the and was like, spoke yeah, volumes. no connection. And then, yeah, because Kevin even was like, come on, save this man's reputation. Like he was yes. even like leading her to like take the high road or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, oh gosh, poor Jake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And then Haley continues this narrative that she she had she had to make every move first. Um, and then once the season was over, Jacob blocked Haley on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, like he had an interesting comment later on where it was like he was ready to be like her best friend after all of this. Like he seemed like he was OK with, you know, it doesn't work out. That's fine. Like, let's kind of enjoy the process together. but. They were just like kind of at each other's throats the whole time or just ignoring each other. But um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know. That was sort of interesting to me, that comment. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I don't know if that would have worked out, but. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, But this this blocking was kind of like, that's how... um, it shows the, how done he was because he could have yeah. unfriended her. He could have unfollowed her. <laughs> That's more of a like kind of a spiteful or just like mm-hmm. it's not healthy for me to be following you. Like it's not a bad recommendation at the end of a relationship if you think like, okay, it's not healthy for me to see this or, you know, yeah. we don't need to interact. But kind of like the like give me the bracelet back kind of a thing. Like it's yeah. sort of like the finality of like, mm-hmm. um, which. I'm sure she was fine with him blocking though. I, the the part that I kind of take issue with is her sort of seeming like she's acting as if that bothers her, you know, like, mm-hmm. well, he blocked me on everything. Not like you had been chummy and like contacting exactly. him or tagging him in TBT epics, you know, <laughs> like you want nothing to do with him. So right. it's just, he, yeah, did, it. he did it first. So then I think she took issue with that. Like if she could have, blocked him or muted him first you know mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she's acting like that one couple from the last Atlanta season. So season three, um, Sam and Neil, uh-huh. like how they got a divorce, but they were still so friendly with each other. Like there was no bad blood. Yeah. I'm like, Haley, that's not y'all. No. <laughs> y'all were, were uh, it was it was a toxic situation. Yeah. Um, I think it's anything. It, it's all a matter of like, what is it? Perception. Like mm-hmm. she wants to look good. Mm-hmm. She wants to make it seem like he's the one overreacting, which we'll get to it in their segment. But I I had some uh, some problems with the way that Kevin approached their whole segment. Um, oh, definitely. Yes. <laughs> so we'll we'll get to that in part two. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. Let's see. Um, they were talking about how like Eric and Virginia, they talked about like the segment about her like needing privacy or like having her own time. And Eric was like, you know, you, my job has it built in and and uh, how Virginia was just saying she wanted time away from Eric. And Brianna was like, um, you know, it, it kind of in the context of the conversation, they started talking about like going out, having her alone time or whatever. And Brianna was like, she goes out more than Vincent and Vincent doesn't mind at all. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that right there is like a direct comparison with like it just coming down to trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, when they um, to jump ahead a little bit, but when they have the guys segment, they talk about how like, oh, yeah, it was supposed to be a girl's night. It was interesting how it was like Eric was like, yeah, it was it was supposed to be a girl's night. And I just ended up down there. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you're checking up on like that. She's not flirting with anyone at the bar. And <laughs> Like, yes, you, it's funny how you are the one to go down and just happen to, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's making sure things are good. Yeah. (laughs) That it truly is a girl's night. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want her to have a chance to say anything about like, oh, Eric did this weird thing or he's kind of controlling. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Comes down and controls the situation. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And then all the ladies gave their opinion about how strong of a woman Paige is for going through this and going through everything that she went through. So y'all kind of, they all kind of gave their share about how much they admire Paige and her strength um, through all of that, which was kind of the theme across both parts of the reunion was it kind of, it turned, it, it's you know, like during the season we were thinking like, dang, like Paige, come on give it up but then during the reunion reunion they truly really tried to paint the picture that like look this is something she really wanted she was being strong by going through it she was being patient she had a lot of grace and so they were really trying i feel like they were really trying to get us the audience to 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 feel that way as well yeah i think i feel like it was edited very strongly in that direction Mm mm-hmm yeah and we also saw a lot of just like how traumatic like the true trauma of it so Mm. i did have some issues where it was just like if it's you know it's it was traumatic and then to try to make it like oh she's so strong but i feel like should they have stepped in like instead of just making it seem like oh she's so strong she overcame this or she wanted to be in it but still Mm. it was like what can they i feel like there's something that they should have done or could still do now to kind of not even just like make it up to her but like this was like beyond what should like she should have had to experience in this show so to just like kind of brush it away like well like we've never like i couldn't have handled it like that and she's so strong yeah sort of brushing aside you know and she 
said it multiple times and her friend said like she's not okay so i know i'm jumping mm-hmm. around but just um yeah clara said she was re-traumatized when she would watch things so if clara didn't really have like anything like to that degree whatsoever she had a happy right. relationship exactly Yep. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely get into it in this next segment when we get to Paige and Chris. But the last note on the uh, the girls was that they went to Mexico, but Claire couldn't make it. So it was just the four, four of the ladies instead of um, Claire's there as well. Mm-hmm. Didn't they joke about like getting tattoos or something? I think so. But what it was like the season <laughs> 10 ladies did get a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. It's old news. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're late to the party season 12. <laughs> what would be a cool like season 12 tattoo? Like a clock? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 12. Right. Like, okay, season 12, they were in a pandemic. Uh-huh. They went to Vegas. Oh, yeah. I can see um, like, maybe a Vegas uh, although Vegas didn't have the best memories, for right? Hmm. Yeah, maybe like a or they could do twenty twenty mm-hmm. since they got married in twenty twenty. Yeah, it could be like okay, twenty twenty was such a you know wild year in so many ways, but it's also when we three of out of five of us met our spouses. Yeah, yeah, I think the season ten locked out because like they just get the word 10 and it's like oh i'm a perfect 10 yeah. or you know yeah. something like that like it's so simple because jessica was in that right like she doesn't even strike me as someone that would agree to get a tattoo right <laughs> so, right like, the fact that they all got it it's like it must be like pretty tame yeah yeah exactly um so that was it for the ladies uh then we do get to Paige and chris um, and if they, you know, one thing that, that this couple is going to give us is a dramatic exit <laughs> in some <laughs> way or another. Um, so of course they, you know, had to have that happen on the reunion. Um, so Chris has new hair and a goatee. He's not rocking that, like, um, little, that hair he had before he has a fade mm. and he has a goatee now. <laughs> yeah. He's got a Good new friend. image. <laughs> yeah. He looks better. Yeah. Still not the like Idris Elba he thinks he is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, he's no they Pastor about- Dwight. <laughs> yeah. He, he, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Amy. Pastor Dwight. <laughs> How are you following him on Instagram? <laughs> I need to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, you, yeah. Oh my goodness. That, it's so funny because, yeah, if, if you guys have not seen Pastor Dwight, please go and read it. You know, you can type in Married at First Sight and just look up Dwight and you will see it. Because he's the only Dwight that has come up in 12 mm. seasons. Yes. Um, <laughs> but he uh, is a very handsome uh, man. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say friend of Chris, but ex-friend yeah, yeah, exactly. of Chris, <laughs> which we find out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so they, we, we find out that Paige and Chris, they went through counseling, um, to, to reconcile. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Are they back together? Um, and then Chris says like, they thought about moving in together after decision day. I'm like little too late because you had the perfect opportunity to move in with her while you were married. Um, (laughs) but thankfully we find out they're not together. Yeah. (laughs) Were you were you thinking this was heading towards like a, we're working on things? I was really concerned. 
<laughs> yeah. I was concerned about what would be revealed about what happened. You know, yes. like a whole roller coaster since since then or something. Yeah, exactly. I oh my gosh. I was I literally was just like on the edge of my seat, like, please hurry up and spit it out because I don't want to hear that, like, oh, we're actually, you know, we're not going to file for divorce because we're trying to see what happens or, oh, my God. I just, it's like, my major concern was the fact that now they've had time away from, like, the producers and, like, basically people that Paige could confide in that she did during the season. Um, So, very glad that. You know, they're they're just putting a bow on that relationship and leaving it in the past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like we got to see when she was kind of away from Chris in that segment at the end where all the couples were there and, and Paige was yeah. there that she's willing to like throw some barbs his way. Like we're not significant, you know, or something. Yeah. So at first <laughs> I was like, oh, she's being like way too nice to him. But mm-hmm. um, I think she was just trying to go out on a high note there. But she does have like you know, she will joke about it and like clear some things up. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things too, that like she's had time to watch some things back up to that point. Cause I think it was when they were filming the reunion, the whole season hadn't aired yet. And so now I think she's been able to see, especially because a lot of their stuff was at the beginning of the season. So it's like, it's one thing to kind of live it, hear advice and stuff. But once you take a step back and watch it back, I bet she was just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then to see all the stuff he was saying, oh my, like, I can only imagine. Yeah. Just, she didn't know everything he was saying. Yeah. That really, when she said that, that, you know, made me kind of put some things in perspective too. Like, yeah, she never, that whole time, she never found out what he said at the wedding from her friends. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of things that she didn't see. And that makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let's see what else they, they did say that, well, Chris claims that the only reason they're not together is that Chris is immature and he did refer to himself kind of in third person and he, he isn't ready for a woman of her caliber. So now he's like, he's given these answers that are very rehearsed, very polished. Um, and then Kevin even calls it out. He's like, you're giving very well-polished answers, very beautifully prepared answers. Um, and so uh, let's see, they Paige said like they, that she didn't think that they were meant for each other. They do air Chris's comments about her face that he was making to Pastor Cal about how something was wrong with her face and how they were beautiful women all across Atlanta, but you got some, uh, the one that is kind of eh, in yeah. his opinion. And Paige says she's devastated to hear that. And Chris said he repents to all of us. And uh, he apologized. He said he apologized to her parents. And so then that's when Kevin was like, okay, you're giving very beautifully prepared answers. Chris thought he was about to walk away from here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he thought he was just going to be able to give these answers. That'd be it. Um, But But, I mean, so yeah, he definitely was prepared. But I mean, could he be prepared and sincere? What do you think? Like, could I don't know? Did he feel that? Did he? I mean, did he apologize to them? Right. Um, it. I think it. I think yeah. I don't think he's completely. I think it's kind of like fifty fifty. Like, I don't think he is completely, just like, 
has no regard to how he was with her during the process and how it was detrimental um, to kind of like, you know, who knows when she'll be able to trust again, how, you know, it's been the reason that she's been having like that she's that she had the experience that she had. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think he understands that. And I think he understands that he could have done better. But I think it's a situation where, you know, someone who's truly remorseful, like if if put back in that position, they would do better. I don't think he would do better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think he still likes what he likes. He still has his type and he still is not willing, willing to like go outside of that. And so I think if you even put this polished Chris back in a marriage, like let's say they decide they decided we're going to try Chris again. He moved to, you know, crazy world. He moves to Houston and they're like, we're going to put him on the next season because now he's learned his lesson and they match him up with another woman who is a great woman, but he's not attracted to her. He's going to find some reason not to make that work out. Mm -hmm. It may be like, okay, I'm not going to be a jerk to her this time, but let's Mm -hmm. like sabotage something else. I just think that, so I think that, I think he understands his, how he was wrong. I think he understands like why he did need to apologize to her parents and apologize Mm -hmm. to her. But I don't think it's a matter of like, okay, now looking back at myself, would I do better? Yeah. And he never said like, like he didn't apologize to the experts for like misrepresenting or anything like Mm -hmm. own any of that. um, Because we hear kind of what he said to them in terms of what he was looking for and how open he was to different things. And, um, yeah, if he wasn't ready at all for a great woman by his side, then he shouldn't have applied anyway. Right. Exactly. Um, so they did get into Chris asking questions about, you know, their sex life and how it continued to happen, even though they were going through these things. And um, like, they don't want to answer any questions about sex. Uh, Chris does. He claims that he he did find out about the pregnancy around the wedding day because there was suspicion that he found out before. So Chris says that he did find out after the wedding day that he never would have gotten married if he had already known. Um, And then Chris asks, I mean, Kevin asked Chris if he's still in love with Mercedes and Chris won't answer that. He's like, I'm not going to answer that in front of Paige out of respect for Paige. I'm not going to talk about that in front of Paige Um, rather than saying no. (laughs) And then. uh, Kevin asked about Mercedes and just kind of like how she's doing and, you know, how is she doing with the new Mercedes and Chris won't answer. And Paige said, just said that like him getting her, um, he, pay, Chris getting Mercedes and Mercedes was hurtful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just felt like they didn't want to talk about these <laughs> things anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because they kind of had had talk about them throughout and yeah 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 they've already had so many reunions at this point (laughs) yeah so then they surprised chris because so it kind of you know takes a turn from the beautifully prepared answers to you know the topics that they didn't want to talk about and so that's when it kind of we got the shift a little bit from chris because he kept turning down talking about these topics and then they said like okay well we actually have pastor dwight here and he walks out this man is in a suit 
his hair is, it's as if he stepped out of the barber chair and walked onto the Married at First Sight reunion stage. It's just like <laughs> everything was perfect mm-hmm. about, about his hair, his beard. Um, he was he, wearing the same suit as Chris, basically, but just like, yeah, like better. who wore it better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely better. Was that exactly. really why Chris started raging? Right. He's like, what? <laughs> why is he upstaging me? <laughs> I got a haircut for this. Yeah. Um, So Chris is so disappointed to see Pastor Dwight because the idea was that they left off on a bad note because during the season, Pastor Dwight reached out to Paige and met with her. And that's when Chris became pissed because he's like, you're meeting with my wife, but you're supposed to be on my side, basically. Um, So Chris is disappointed that, you know, Pastor Dwight didn't tell him that he was going to meet with Paige. and he's Pastor Dwight said he was supposed to be a spiritual advisor, but he stepped back because Chris wasn't receiving the advice that he was trying to give him. Like he was mm-hmm. trying to give him guidance. Chris was not listening. And Chris says, look, that's a bunch of BS. He said, um, Kevin was like, OK, so are y'all going to mend things today? And Chris was like, I'm, I'm not mending anything today. And Paige was like, this just breaks my spirit because they've known each other longer than they've known her. So she's like, she kind of feels like she's in a position where their relationship is, you know, being jeopardized because of Paige. But it's like, no, it would have happened. Even if it wasn't Paige, if it was a different woman, it was just a matter of like Chris not receiving uh, Pastor Dwight's advice. Um and Pastor White was like, look, it just comes down to the fact that Chris doesn't he doesn't like correction. And this just set Chris off. And Chris was like, this is an off camera conversation. And Kevin is like telling Chris to calm down. He's like, Chris, calm down, calm down, um, you know, through the screen. But he was such Kevin was such an active part of that conversation. You would have really felt that he was in the room. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that was funny. It was like Kevin from from miles away was trying to stop this this from escalating. Chris doesn't care what Pastor Dwight has to say. He said they can get it cracking. And Chris gets up, storms out, goes to the door, yells like you can come to meet me in the parking lot. And then that's it for part one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why do you? have to storm out why yeah i mean why i still don't get why like he's so upset at pastor dwight like why can't yes. i mend this friendship i don't it seems like pastor dwight has good explanations for it and mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah it's like Chris just wants to be surrounded by yes men and pastor dwight is not trying to be that he's trying to put like tell him like you're in the wrong here but chris mm-hmm. doesn't want to hear that he's not he's not there yet um with his maturity to hear that properly mm-hmm. and understand that look okay oops i need to take a look at myself because <laughs> this is someone who's super close to me telling me that i'm in the wrong but all chris sees is oh you're going against me you're taking her side rather than my side you're supposed to be my people mm-hmm. he's like we're close to we're close enough where you would have been my groomsman and it's like no <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Because when we first saw him, it was like he wants to follow everything. Like it seemed like he wanted a pastor guiding him. So, mm-hmm. but a pastor can't be a yes man <laughs> if you're going yeah, against like exactly. what would be um, Christian. Like, yeah, exactly. 
So it's just like, oh my gosh. And then why are you, why are you, why are you trying to pick a fight and call him to the parking lot? No, we're not about to watch a fight in the parking lot on Married at First Sight. <laughs> like, I'm just like, what are you really thinking? Something's about to happen. Like, what are these false threats? These false, like, I don't know, these these call outs that you know nothing's gonna happen. It's just pointless. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, that that was <laughs> that's what we got for part one. And I and I felt so bad for Pastor White because he he's just trying to help Chris out. Chris didn't want it, so it's just like okay, the best thing here for for Pastor White's health is to just walk away. Yeah, I think um, that's how they got him to agree to come back. So yeah, <laughs> at least we got to see. Pastor Dwight for a little bit. I hope they find a way to bring him back. Um, you know, they talked about even Chris said like that Paige deserves another chance. So mm-hmm. did you watch the wasn't it Atlanta season before when they had um you know two of the cast members that got like kind of their own bachelor bachelorette seasons? Oh yeah, yeah, second yeah. Second chance, was, I think. The, uh, Married at first sight second chances, yeah. yeah. It was David um, and David and Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah. So I could see like I liked that, even though David was a hot mess. Like I liked watching that. So because it basically was like a bachelor bachelorette season. Yeah. Um and unlike unmatchables, it's like they tried to find people who are still compatible with them and right, were looking right. for a match. So I was a little more invested in that as well. But I feel like Paige, you know, is of anybody would deserve. Like I could see them doing it with Paige and Jacob because it seems like yeah. Dr. Pepper loves Jacob. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that would be my vote if they want to go back into that realm, but it's probably a lot harder to produce something like that compared to Unmatchables. Right. So. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be mad about that if they try to do a second chance of season two and have them. Cause I feel like, I feel like they may think, especially the experts may think they need to make it up to Paige somehow. <laughs> yeah. I think that she should get to be on something, you know, so mm-hmm. I guess, why don't they bring in pastor Dwight as kind of like the spiritual advisor. advisor on that? Yeah. <laughs> Chris would be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He'd probably try to see the show. He's like, they're using my friend and my yeah. wife. <laughs> He's like going to hold out and like not sign the divorce papers. So it doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, so yeah. So then we got the, we, we they start out part two with um, Chris. Uh, it's stormy out. So Paige. So Chris goes to his car. Paige is in the car talking to him. And Chris's main thing is he doesn't like Pastor Dwight talking down on him. He agreed to return as long as Pastor Dwight was gone. And so then we did get Chris back, but. Um, Pastor White is gone. And since that was the only way they could, they could agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kevin asked, like, are you okay? He's like, I'm not okay. And he said, he has nothing else to say to Pastor Dwight, even off camera. And he wishes him the best. And then Chris apologized like to Kevin and Paige, you know, for his like blow up. He regrets, you know, the process that Paige went through because you know, she deserves so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, Paige feels like she was robbed of the whole experience. She said Chris's comments about her looks brought out a lot of insecurities. Um, so she starts saying these things because Kevin told 
Chris like, okay, you know, thanks so much. Thanks for your time. He basically excuses Chris so they can just have a conversation between Paige and Kevin. And so, you know, Kevin or Paige said, you know, Chris's comments, um, you know, brought out those insecurities. She says she's not a weak willed woman. And she says really tough to hear all the criticism about her staying in the marriage because, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, everybody's talking about it, even us, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So she's like, it's really tough to hear these things. And she said, as a Christian woman, it's not her duty to tear another man down, which is why she just doesn't like talk about like, I guess how terrible Chris was while in the marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they decide to bring out her friend, Nancy, which mm-hmm. we, we know Nancy from the wedding, who was one of her bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. But we never really saw her the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, unlike um, Haley's friend who yeah. made a couple of appearances. Yeah, we did not. Oh, but I guess it's because they didn't have the 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 couple the, oh, the house warm. Like, they didn't <laughs> do all the content, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't have all of the the activities the other couples had because they had other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Nancy says she she knew from the wedding he wasn't a good match because that's when Chris said like. You know, Paige is the woman I I need, but not the one I want. And she's not trophy wife material. Mm -hmm. Um, Nancy does not accept Chris's apologies. Mm -hmm. She said, (laughs) um, Kevin was like, "Okay, well, like, where were y'all when Paige was going through this? And she was like, well, we weren't there because we're not like Paige. Like she has the grace, the patience to stick this out. And we are not like that. She was like, you know, I can't say that, you know, something wouldn't pop off if I saw Chris outside of here. Um, and uh, she said, like, you know, Paige is not OK right now and that she's on a journey of healing. So she's very aware of how her friend is right now, which is good. And I'm glad that she can be there for her now. It would have been nice if she could be there for like during all of that. But I do understand what she's saying. It's like they would have been us there saying, like, you need to get out of this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand why they why they couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I don't know. That seems like, do you think there was maybe producers being like, well, like that's not your place or just kind of that whole, like it's the wedding day. We don't say anything negative. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's, let's give them a chance to, to get to know each other. This is the first day that they've met. I don't know. But yeah, you would think like once you start hearing what's going down, you could say like, well, on the wedding day, he said this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that was it for Paige and Chris in terms of their segment. Mm-hmm. Did uh, was there anything else that they talked about you wanted to bring up? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, they still managed to bring up Chris with all the guys, like just like they wanted everyone to sort of comment, like, yeah, he should be here for you know. He didn't stay around for like the guys hanging out segment. So they mm-hmm. still have to find a way to bring him up. And I don't know. It's like they always have to have somebody that isn't there and then <laughs> forces everyone to talk about it. Um, I think it's weird to have people commenting on, especially on other people's relationships. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jacob, what did you think about when Virginia did this? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Okay, a lot of these people are like, okay, I don't care about a third party's opinion. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> and then they just ask them right in front of their face. Yeah. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, the, the last couple, we do get Haley and Jacob. This is their first time back together since decision day. Um, Kevin's like, how do you know, Jacob, how do you feel being back with, you know, Haley and, and Jacob's like, I feel indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> um, Haley said like her life resumed like it was before, uh, after decision day. Uh, she was in two weddings back to back after decision day, <laughs> literally the two weekends following. So really life went right back to how it was for her. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that Jacob said that, you know, they're just very different people. He was himself the whole time. Mm-hmm. And Kevin asked what he could have done better. So this was kind <laughs> of a shift in the conversation. <laughs> I was like, OK, I have a bone to pick with you, Kevin. He's been great. This whole reunion, he's been calling out things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he took the wrong approach with Haley and Jacob. Mm-hmm. It was as if Haley did a great job. She was putting her all into it every single day. She was making sacrifices. She was trying. She was, she was, she, she did a try. Right. <laughs> Kevin was saying, and it's like, and as if, as if Jacob was just laying around, not doing anything, not putting into the marriage, like as if like Jacob didn't move into the apartment as if Jacob wasn't constantly trying to initiate activities with her. Yeah. It, it, he bought into Haley's. So on Haley's side. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Haley's been good at like doing like sort of acting the part later on kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. but, like that. I never like that look where it's like going back to the host. Like, do you think I did? Like, the host can't comment, but when she's like, "Do you think I did anything disrespectful?" and just yeah. acting shocked at anything he would say, um, anything Jacob would say, like, "You never said that," or you like mm-hmm. rolling her eyes or doing like the Jim Helpert like side yeah, eye to like the camera is like um yeah it, there was a lot of weird like um sort of like oh if only like he had more swag like jamie like doug and doug and jamie it's like doug didn't really have like swag she just like got to know him more and liked him more you know it wasn't mm-hmm. like he like put on some act and yeah like, oh i'm gonna like more be the man it was just like they didn't have these horrible fights right away like yeah um you know jacob was definitely at fault for some of these things where he like came at her way too intensely for the girls night thing and mm-hmm. you know just was really aggressive about that but um the fact that he wasn't putting an effort from the beginning <laughs> is yes. not true 
Exactly. It was just like this whole segment put a bad taste in my mouth because it was just like Kevin was almost like, I don't know. He was almost like scolding Jacob for his effort in the relationship when it was like, were we watching the same show? Yeah. And then framing, (laughs) framing like their like hookup in Vegas to be like, that was her really trying to like, um, move the relationship forward and she was more like uh drunk why not like that's what she said so it wasn't like she was like okay i think because i think if we have sex then like that will move things forward or you know that wasn't her perspective that she relayed to us Mm -hmm. um so yeah i don't it was strange yeah exactly so like so on that point they what they were saying was that like Kevin was saying that, like, okay, by Kaylee having sex with him in Vegas, she was trying. And it's like, okay, there's been so much, like, backlash on social media because people are like, okay, first of all, you're saying that's trying, but then you're getting on to Chris for continuing to have sex with Paige (sighs) because Chris... Chris claimed he was, he was trying tra- to build attraction. Yeah. So literally Chris and Pay, no, Chris and Haley were doing the exact same thing, but you're getting on to Chris about this. And and all of a sudden Haley's trying. She's putting forth effort. And and even Kevin bringing in his personal examples, he's like, I've never had sex with a woman that hated me. <laughs> and so and cuz he's like, hey, "Jacob, you keep saying Haley hated you, but she did this in Vegas, so she was trying." I was like, no what what are you doing what why are you saying this it's like no that that's not what you do to build attraction and they were like that was like four days in or whatever that wasn't like yeah he didn't think she hated him then yes exactly Um, it was like the shift was after that so you know we, we saw them have like this great dinner date and then we hear about how she was acting differently Mm-hmm. Um, when the camera wasn't there and things like that but um it was yeah it was an odd framing of that yeah i was like what what did jacob do to you kevin did y'all <laughs> did y'all have like a little social hour before this and jacob didn't say anything to you but it was just so this totally misplaced just anger towards jacob's efforts and it was like it was just completely opposite like either take the approach of like this the bystander and you know hearing both sides of the story and just kind of talking about how they both could have done better mm-hmm. or you know well really that's all it should have been done you know like he doesn't have to be hard on Haley he doesn't have to go in on Haley like he went on Chris because Chris did way worse but that one little piece there was that similarity with like okay if you're just looking if you're writing on a a chalkboard a comparison Mm -hmm. Chris did the exact same thing that Haley did they're getting completely different views of it I'm like no Haley was also in the wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. so oh my gosh that that whole exchange I just felt so bad for Jacob because I was like he does not deserve this he gave so much effort well and I think just if someone was to come in having not watched the season and kind of if you were just to say like okay who do you think is telling the truth here I think just from his demeanor Mm -hmm. and just he was just like matter of fact about like well this is what I did and then (laughs) Haley's just sort of like what I can't believe this like you know it's like she would just overreact to anything (laughs) like she would just repeat like tried 
I didn't yeah. see me trying and it was just like a little bit over the top. There wasn't anything yeah. to really like, I don't know, nothing to hang your hat on on saying like, well, you know, initially I thought this or, you know, mm. he said this, it hurt me. It was just like acting, you know, just incredulous yeah. at everything. <laughs> right. Repeating things back to Kevin and. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Asking Kevin's opinion. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. She could have, um, like, I don't know. It would have been so different if she had taken the approach of, like, and maybe, like, once you, maybe once they, they slept together, it was, like, hard. Like, we don't, you know, obviously we're not going to know exactly, like, how that went or anything, but mm-hmm. um, of just, like, okay, I'm not attracted, but, like, let's just see if we can, like, build a friendship and like be civil after this like then I think people would have really endeared to her but Mm -hmm. you know we saw that conversation with her mom again it just seemed very rehearsed and very like um like trying to make herself look good and him look bad yeah um it didn't seem sincere in any way like that she she was one that didn't seem like she was putting an effort in but I think what she means is that like when she says he doesn't get to know her, it was like, we saw those awkward conversations, like his awkwardness of like, she would talk about traveling and he wouldn't follow up with anything. So I think there was mm-hmm. maybe, that's maybe what she was getting at, but didn't really explain it and just tried to make him look like a bad guy instead of just like, well, we didn't really like communicate the same way or yeah. he didn't ask me questions about myself. Um, and then his his sense was like, well, I could tell you didn't want to be around me or, you know, so there's a lot that we didn't see of just how she would behave on camera versus not. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jacob at one point said like, he doesn't think she likes his version of playfulness. And Haley said she didn't pick up on any playfulness. Like that's where it's like, come on. Like he was being playful the whole time with like, at least like the honeymoon, like showing the t-shirts and stuff. Like I didn't see any playfulness. Like some of those, like that's a really good example of just where she was like, okay, that like clearly there's evidence to the contrary that anyone can see. Like maybe you could say like, oh, you know, like it wasn't my style of humor or something, but yeah, she yeah. wasn't like, um, she wasn't being playful back. She didn't want anything with him. So, mm-hmm. like when he's saying like, "Oh, you could wear these," she's just like, "No, it doesn't feel like me." <laughs> Instead of being yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, maybe like for a costume party or something," she could have done something. Right. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. This whole this whole segment. Um, yeah, and like I mean, like we kind of touched on Haley. She said like. She doesn't think he ever really tried to get to know her when we we know that's not true. Like we saw plenty of evidence of them talking and trying to get to like well, they, they knew a they lot won that her. game, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> they won the game at the retreat because they knew so much about each other. So it's like what? OK, like what is this this history that you're remembering? Mm-hmm. Um, they did compare them, like you said, to Jamie and Doug showing how they Doug overcame that because Jamie wasn't attracted to Doug from season one. Mm-hmm. And Kevin said, like, they worked because Doug dug in and made it work. So why didn't Jacob do that? And Jacob was like, well, I was just disrespected through all of this. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, there you, re- you reach a point where you can't take it anymore. And so it's like, OK, I've, I've tried. Why am I going to continue to give forth effort? Um, then, of course, they bring up bracelet gate and Jacob said he returned the bracelet. Um, 
And, you know, the theme throughout this was Jacob was like, she just didn't like me. And Kevin was like, why do you keep going back to that? Um, <laughs> it's like, well, because that's the case that that will that what was happening. That like that's what the truth was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Haley said she was just missing a connection. And she said, like, you know, she was missing an emotional connection. So she tried a physical connection and that didn't work. And so she just didn't. They just didn't have a connection. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jacob listed all the ways he's tried. And he said, you know, I asked you, you know, if you knew how to dance and, you know, could you show me a dance? And she's like, no, you never asked that. And he's like, I would take a polygraph. (laughs) (laughs) Why wasn't that somebody they brought in? They had so much filler. Right. Exactly. They're kicking themselves. Yeah, take out all of this uh this uh these deleted scenes that yeah, we don't need we don't wish we didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> so they just leave it off with wishing each other the best. So mm-hmm. that's that. <laughs> um so the, all so they do do a segment similar to the girls where all of the guys are on stage. Chris is not there. So I guess he has wrapped it up. He went home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's no longer there. Um, they said that their group chat is strong. All of the guys get Jacob's humor. And then I, was, I thought it was funny that Jacob was like, yeah, and all the girls do too, except for Haley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, like, he had some really awkward jokes in this, like, reunion. Um, what was he saying about, like, they had talking about Eric and Virginia peeing, like Eric peeing in front of Virginia. He's like, oh, if they're into it, like he would make these kind of side oh, comments. Yeah. And um, when um, uh, Brie got that question about Vincent, like um, talking in the bedroom in Spanish or English, and then he's like, well, which one is your favorite? It was kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, you're prying a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I feel like that point, he was just like, I'm going to just try to make the most. Well, not make the most of this. Have fun with this. Mm-hmm. And and Jacob's version of fun is very different than a lot of people. Yeah. So oh, and then like, that made me think of when they had that segment. And Kevin Frazier was like, Jacob, we've got a surprise for you here. Then I thought they were going to like give him something or like mm-hmm. give him like a model DeLorean or something. And it was just like, here's a clip of you talking about the 80s. It's like, yeah, that's what your surprise is. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he was ready to like just peace out of there. Yeah, he was just totally done. He wants to be so done with this. I wouldn't be surprised if Jacob didn't mention Married at First Sight ever again. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. So yeah, like like we mentioned earlier, they mentioned the situation in Vegas. So it was a situation where the girls. It was a girls' night. Girls are down there. Eric goes down there, of course, because he's. Eric and then Clara was like well shoot since Eric's here let me tell Ryan that he could come down you know once he's done at the casino and so then that's when Jacob ended up just coming downstairs seeing them all and then Haley was like dodging them and so the guys are trying to say like hey look this it was a girls night we just ended up there and Jake was like well she could have done what Clara did by telling me like, Hey, some of the guys are down here. You can come down here. Cause she knew he wasn't doing anything. So I was like, okay, I, I get that point. Yeah. Um, and then they, Oh, well, yeah. And then one more thing that Kevin said about Jacob was that he just wanted to see more romance. Mm. From Jacob. Yeah. Like he tried. What do you yeah. want? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I thought it was funny. Ryan brought up how like him and Clara did like a move in draft of like, what's your top pick? What's my top pick about having in the house? Like, yeah. That, that seems very fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they talk about like Chris's poor treatment of Virginia when they were, uh, that was in Vegas, right? Yeah, that was in mm-hmm. Vegas. Um, and so Eric was just like how, you know, he wasn't going to disrespect his wife. And even Ryan spoke up and was like, yeah, you, it's one of those situations where you can say whatever you want to me. I can take it, but you're not going to talk about my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I liked hearing that from Ryan. Yeah, because he really was like not involved. It didn't seem like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, we got that um, segment from Vincent of all his of how romantic it, he is. And Ryan, it was I thought it was funny. Ryan was like, yeah, Vincent wrote the book on romance and me and Eric are just trying to follow it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to see so much of Ryan's personality on this reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me think like maybe they edited out a lot of stuff that he was saying or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Um, then we got the experts to come. They came out to weigh in. They're very proud of having three out of the five couples make it. Um, that is funny how Dr. Pepper was like, yeah, we already always start out the season hoping five for five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of these um, times, right? Right. <laughs> it's really season. impossible. <laughs> right. It, it, you know what? It could be possible if they put as much effort as they did in like Brianna and Vincent and even Claire and Ryan. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they put a lot of effort in a couple of couples and then there's like, okay, we need the entertainment for mm-hmm. a couple of us. Yeah. Um, Dr. Viviana said that her biggest regret was the fact that Chris was not who he presented himself to be during the interview process. Mm. So you can tell she's she's very bothered by the fact that like he turned out to be how he was because she they they thought he was a stand up guy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, and then they went eat they went through each couple. So like Brianna and Vincent, they didn't realize like how quickly Vince, Vince's pride would be punctured. In the way that, like, how he was being prideful in those situations where he was uncomfortable. Um, with Haley and Jacob, Dr. Bermiana, she, she gave she gave him props for trying, which I thought that was funny because they kind of they showed Kevin right after Dr. Bermiana said that. And Kevin didn't really, you know, he just like nodded. But I was like, you said the exact opposite, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you said that Jacob did not try. Right. Um. And then even Dr. Pepper added that like it's hard being rejected over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Dr. Cal or Pastor Cal gave the other side of it. He was like, you know, I think if Jacob would have relaxed a little bit more, maybe Haley would have come around. Um, and they talk about how like Haley said during the interview process, she was affectionate. <laughs> but then you had it like on the show, she wouldn't hold hands. She wouldn't hug nothing. Mm. Yeah, I think. I don't know. It bothered me that they were just like, well, we hoped that Jacob would come out of Shelmar and we hoped that Haley like would, um, you know, appreciate his stability. And even though she mm-hmm. bails quickly on everybody else, like that should be different this time. It's like, mm-hmm. no, don't cast people. And then say, like, I hope you change your personality. Both of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Both of you. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, very, very optimistic on their end. Um, with Eric and Virginia, they felt like Eric could stabilize Virginia. Um, like you said, when they, they're like, when we met Virginia, we needed someone who could stabilize her. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, they, and the experts knew that they weren't aligned in their views, (laughs) Mm -hmm. basically that she's liberal and Eric is conservative. Um, but they were thinking that like, there are plenty of successful couples who have opposing views or don't agree on everything and Mm -hmm. have a successful relationship. Mm -hmm. I think they just didn't, I guess they didn't pry enough with Virginia about how much that would matter to her. I mean, I know they're still together, but I'm sure that's still like a pain point in the relationship since she did at one point care a lot that they had differing views. Mm -hmm. True. So it might come up at some point. Maybe we'll see it on Couples Camp. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I didn't. Did the, what did they say about Claire and Ryan? Like it wasn't anything that stood out to me for them. No, um, I don't think so. I think they, because um, I know they said like I think we were the most helpful to Eric and Virginia, and just that they felt really strong about Ryan and Claire from the beginning too, mm-hmm. like they did with Brie and Vincent. Yeah. But shouldn't you feel strong about all of them? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then the last but not least, uh, Paige and Chris. They kept waiting for Paige to realize like enough was enough, basically. Um, Dr. Viviana said she was like, Chris fooled her because he said he was he was open to anything. And they saw like, you know, like clearly he has a type and that's what he he's looking for. And Dr. Pepper said if they had any inkling that he was the type of guy that he ended up being, they would not have, you know, moved forward with him in the process. But they he was able to get one over on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they didn't do enough. Like maybe as part of the process, they don't talk enough to family and friends. Uh, yeah, I think so. You know. Because in this unmanageable, they talk to the friends. Right. So, where were they? You would imagine. Because, I mean, because Dr. I mean, because Pastor Dwight is is very aware of who Chris is as, as a person. So I would I would think if they brought him in, he would have had like concerns. Maybe he would have known that like Chris was going to turn out to be such a jerk. Yeah. But he would have known or talked about the past engagement, talked about the most recent engagement, talked about Chris's immaturity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was it for the experts. Um, then we have one last segment with all of the couples together, except, uh, you know, everybody except for Chris. And yeah, like you mentioned earlier, uh, Kevin was like, you know, how Paige, what's it like with your significant other not being here? And Paige is like, we are, we are not significant. (laughs) (laughs) And she just said like him not being there was the type of man shows the type of man he is because why not just stick it out? Um, we saw the stripper segment with Vincent and all Vincent says, can we move on? Um, we do find out that Clara wanted to, she said she had to take a step back from watching the show. Yeah. She's probably sick of that one scene where <laughs> like overhead <laughs> camera scene. Yes. <laughs> uh, with her talking girl talk. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. And then like uh, most of her confessionals are her saying, oh, I can't wait for this to happen. And so it's probably like, oh, I can't believe that was documented. <laughs> yeah. You know how frustrated she was, whereas like now she's probably over the moon because those two pieces of the relationship have been conquered. Yeah. So um, it's probably like that was so long ago feeling, you know, yeah. having to like relive that. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. That's what it was like. Exactly. Um, this is where they show that montage of Ryan saying, that's my jam. <laughs> and so that was that was very adorable. Um, and then they like get into the weird stuff like, you know, Eric doesn't like Virginia watching him pee. Um, and then uh, Kevin was like, well, when you have kids, it, you know, everyone's going to see it happen. I just thought it was so just out of place. Like what? What? Why was like the the way that came up was the questions about like, what are your like, what don't you like about, you know, what happens with your spouse or something like that? I can't remember how they phrased it, but it was just like, is this really the time? Why is this even a question? Yeah. <laughs> Awkward. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, They give their thoughts about the Chris situation in which at this point, like, you know, we've dug that into the ground so much at this point. Um. We do see a flashback of Virginia's comment about how like, oh, if I was if I was at a, my guy friend's house, I would sleep on their couch. And Virginia does say like to com- to clarify, I did not mean I would do that now that I'm married. I just meant yeah. that I would do that in the past. <laughs> Why did it look like Eric did not believe her? <laughs> I know it seemed like I mean, I guess it could be clever editing where it was like. She had said it in the conversation of like, mm-hmm. this is like how close I am with him. I would sleep with him. Yeah. Um, not sleep with him. I'm sorry. You know, slip <laughs> yeah. up. That's what Eric was hearing. I would sleep right. over at their place on the couch. And, you know, maybe Pastor Cal and Eric were both like hearing something different. And we we're mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's not okay. You know that, right? And she's like, no, I wouldn't do it now. And they just didn't show that part. Yeah. So yeah. I could see something like that, but. Right. It's a little, what's the term? The freaking bite? Yeah. Yeah. Just like they're omitting certain things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then we Ryan kind of defended yeah. it. Like, like he'd be mm-hmm. fine. Both Ryan and Claire were just like, yeah, we don't really have an issue with this. Like, we'd rather you not drive drunk. So, yeah. Um, trust <laughs> exactly. each other. Right. Yeah. Claire was like, yeah, if you want to stay over there, I would prefer you do that than something crazy happen. On your way home. Um, but yeah. Eric, like, even if you, I could imagine Eric, like, if you're two hours away, I'll come pick you up. You just tell me because I, I would do anything for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious to watch it. Like, like, to be honest, I've never sat down and watched a full season of Couples Cam. Like, I catch it here and there. Like, if it's on, I'll watch a few scene- scenes. But I've never sat down and just watched an entire episode of, of like, a full season. And I'm kind of curious what theirs would be like. I know it's just going to be like them. Because it's going to be the best of what they are, they feel on themselves. Because if you guys don't know, Couples Cam is just... It's just, I know we've mentioned it so many times at this point. Couples game is just uh, the couples are filming themselves and then it's all spliced together. Um, so it kind of started out as like a pandemic thing where they were able to to film the couples uh, from home. At first, th- they would do one, the couple's couch or something like that, right? Where they were watching the episodes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that? Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that? That was a while ago, right? I, yeah. It was like before the pandemic. And so I think it's called couple. It was something about like couples couch or something like that. And anyway, it would show the couples watching the episode that aired that week and giving their opinion about everything that was happening. And so then, um, Oh my gosh. And I remember one time my DVR accidentally recorded that instead of the real episode. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to hear them talking overseas. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this happening? Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, ne- I never watched any of those, but I knew it was knew that they were that concept, that show was happening. Um, mm-hmm. But couples cam is just them filming themselves, what's going on in their lives. And then they can, they splice together and air it. So it's very cheap to produce because the couples are just doing it themselves. So I can imagine they're going to do this for a while, you know, until it gets, I guess, played out. Mm-hmm. But um but speaking of Eric and Virginia, they're only going to film themselves doing the things that they want to show. So it's not like mm-hmm. they're going to show the blow up that happens whenever. Um, so it may not even be that revealing, but I am interested to just see what life is like for them after. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. So then they did this last, they did one last little segment where they got questioned. Or, well, okay, no, they did a flashback to Jacob like in the 80s <laughs> um, but then so they did it, these questions from past couples so Miles from season 11 um, of Miles and Karen he asked Paige how she's taking care of herself and I thought that was a very uh, interesting because he I follow him on Instagram he does so much about mental health he goes on Instagram lives mm-hmm. about mental health and so he's very um, self-aware and he's very high on people seeking help and so um, I, I thought it was very oh goodness oh. okay <laughs> Siri wow <laughs> um, and so um we asked Paige, how has Paige been taking care of herself? And she said therapy, lots of therapy, talking to the other women, talking to the other couples, you know, talking to her family and friends, and, but mainly therapy. So I thought that was a very good, um, like to highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, Deanna from Deanna and Greg, they were, they were a couple seasons. They were season nine, the, 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 the season that is on um, Netflix. So she asked Eric, or she asked Virginia, Eric or Rocky, her dog. <laughs> Virginia had a very difficult time answering this. She was like, "Well, Rocky can't take care of himself." <laughs> like valid point. Um, Jeff D of uh, Jeff D and Shanice, he asked, um, "Is Clara a member of the Mile High Club?" <laughs> and she said, "No, because airplane bathrooms are disgusting." <laughs> Yes, valid. There, I mean, I can barely to be in the in the bathroom. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Maybe on a private plane, or right. That that's that that's a good point. Yeah, because I'm like, I can never, I can barely. I feel like myself, and I'm like five five. I can barely fit. Totally, it's like such a tight fit. Um, let's see, Woody from. Woody and Amani <laughs> from last season. Uh, she said, "What did late or he asked, what did Haley learn from him from herself?" And she says, "Self reflection. She's grown up a lot from this. So easy to say. I think 
the biggest learning, like the biggest uh, lesson that she'll learn, she'll see when she's in her next relationship. You know, it'll be reflected in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Amani, um, Woody's wife, he asked, or she asked, is this process best for someone who's been married before? She asked that to Eric. And Eric was like, well, I, I think it's hard for everyone who's ever done it. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, that's valid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christine from Christine and Keith from season eight. Uh, she asked, does Vinny dirty talk in Spanish or English? Did Vincent look very uncomfortable during this question to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, um, so Brianna says both. And then, yeah. And then, then uh, <laughs> Jacob adds on what's, what's her favorite. And so then she's like Spanish and the whole time Vincent just looked uncomfortable. Like he didn't like that question. <laughs> yeah. Cause they've been kind of spared like a lot of that. Cause they didn't have those issues. So it's like, mm-hmm. they don't have to really talk about their sex life all the time. Right. Exactly. Um, and then the last question was from Beth. From uh, Beth and was it Jamie was his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she asked, uh, she asked, have you, she asked Jacob, has he had basic Caucasian sex in his sauna at home? And this is because she, she, she accused um, her husband when they were going through the process of having basic ca- Caucasian sex. Um, and so, yeah. Um, Jacob said no. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, this is definitely some filler. They just said yeah. like, hey, while y'all film couples cam, can you also film a question? <laughs> yeah, that we've pre-scripted yeah. for you. Like pick the one that fits you best. Like it didn't seem yeah. like anything that they would, you know, really come up with. Right. It literally was like, yeah, it was because it was all the couples from couples cam. It was just hey, we have a part two that we don't really need to have, but we need to fill the last 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then the, the finally we, end, we reached the end of part two and they're just saying like final words and Paige has said this was like an emotional and painful experience. Just always choose yourself. Clara said, please be kind to people you don't know. And this is kind of reflective on like the audience being respectful of the people on the show. And then Virginia said she's grateful that they've all found each other through this process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did you, was there anything else that was covered kind of in this final segment with all the couples that we didn't talk about? Hmm, I don't, I don't think so. Seemed pretty, you know, cordial. Like, so. Yeah. Awesome. Well, then, um, yeah, that was it. That is part one and two. Um, we have really, well, I can speak for myself. I've really enjoyed um, talking about this season. I know, like, it's definitely been enjoyable from the perspective of always, like, you know, always watching this show and not really having many to people to talk about it to. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like talking to like usually I would just talk about it to my mom. <laughs> so it's <laughs> nice to kind of like have a few more people, especially in the RHAP community, to talk about it with. And yeah, we love getting the tweets and yes, so fun. 
And then also people who started watching because of the podcast, like Jason, who was on the last podcast, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And then I really even appreciate all you out there who are listening, who don't watch the show, but listen to the podcast because you just enjoy hearing about the show and that's enough for you. And so I think that's awesome. I got a lot of those comments today on the the takeover of people. Yeah. People not watching, but still enjoying our podcast. I love that. Like that was one of the things that shocked um, me and Haley when we first started mm-hmm. doing the Bachelor Bachelorette podcast on the Wrap Ups Network. It was like, wait, why would you listen to this if yeah. you're not watching the show? But it's like, hey, I can listen and not have to watch the show. I'll just get right. the recap, get the good stuff. So those exactly. are our favorite listeners. <laughs> It's like investing, you know, like an hour and a half or so for the podcast, you know, for The Bachelor, rather than having to stick out the two hours, you know, each week. It's definitely. And and then like with a podcast, you can listen while you're in the car, while you're doing other things. You're you're missing a lot of content if you're like doing a bunch of things while watching an episode, you Mm -hmm. know. Very true. So thank you so much, you guys, for listening this season. I really we both really enjoyed it and talking about it. Um, Thank you so much for sticking with us. And thank you for all of the kind words and all of the feedback. Definitely continue to tweet, um, you know, about Married at First Sight to us. Uh, We enjoy seeing it, enjoy talking about it Um, and stay tuned to see, you know, if we'll be back to cover the Houston season, it does premiere July 17th, I believe. So keep a look out to see if we'll be back to cover that season. Um, it is in. Hopefully we will. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll be watching for sure. So <laughs> Right. Definitely we'll be watching. Um, but thank you guys so much. Um, Amy, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RHAP Recapper. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Asia like Asia. So A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. You can also find me on R-H-A-P Grams on Instagram today. I took over. I tried to answer as many questions as I could. I gave you a look into my day. I started the day out with some tea, with some snuggles from the dogs. Um, I took you through my day, like going to work out, you know, sitting on the porch, cooking HelloFresh. Definitely take a look at that. And then even getting on the podcast with Amy to talk about Married at First Sight. Um, So if you missed that within the time that this podcast comes out, then definitely go look at the highlights um, to check me out and check out all of the other podcasters who've been doing takeovers. They're all there on RHAP Graham. So so fun. Everybody's so different, you know, like you get much more of a taste of it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. They're fun to go back and watch for sure. Definitely. and people get a little taste of, you know, where we'll be headed and married at first sight next <laughs> season, right? right? So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What's going on in Houston? Did anyone pop out at you in the preview where you're like, man, I wish I got set up with that person? <laughs> <laughs> not from the, not yeah. from the preview. I know they were like, actually, they were pretty careful about revealing every single person that was on there. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. They only showed a couple of the couples. No, I think that, yeah, I think they're casting that 41 year old for sure because they want to do even more age gaps because those yeah. work out so well. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, is his wife going to be 22? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he can mature her and she yep. could like bring out his youth. <laughs> exactly. We know them so well. Yep. And Watch maybe, that. maybe we're going to see more of Dr. Viviana. Like, this is her home. 
She mm. lives in Houston. Her, this is where her practice is. So oh, maybe I she'll realize be that she's there now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. They'll get more. They should get more expert visits for sure. They have yeah. no excuse. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers or she's crossed. just like double down on the unmatchables yeah. in Houston. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, gosh. But thank you. I can't say enough how thankful I am that you guys listen. Um, this just started as an idea of like, hey, let's let's try to bring Mary to First Sight to Rob has a podcast. Maybe there's a market out there. Maybe people will listen. And so I'm so grateful that you all have listened and stuck with us the entire season. Um, so thank you so much. Um, and yeah, this is the last podcast for th- this season. Um, so during the off season, definitely, you know, tweet at us and let us know your thoughts on couples cam even unmatchables if there's an episode of unmatchables that you think is actually worth the watch let me know (laughs) because at this point unless it's called out i'm probably not gonna watch it um but yes i think that's it that that's a wrap on the season so until next time we'll talk to you guys later Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.